Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. Today, I'd like to talk about the new PMP exam. I received so many questions and comments on my YouTube channel and people saying, should I study on the PMBOK 6? What is happening? Uh, PMI did not release the PMBOK 7th edition, but it changed the PMP. So let me try to address these questions. The first thing I want to make sure you are aware, I'm not speaking on behalf of PMI. Okay, I'm speaking on behalf of myself. So most of the information I collected on PMI.org and also in other websites like projectmanagement.com. So don't take this as an official position of PMI. And second is some people do not believe on that, but I do not work on the PMP exam preparation market. So I do not work on that. And I never work at preparing people for the PMP. What I have, it's I have courses and I did a quite popular video on the PMBOK guide since uh, very early editions. And I did that not to prepare for the PMP, but to make sure people understand what we are talking about when we are talking about having a process to manage projects. And this is a far more ideological question. So I have no intention on working on the PMP because I truly believe that the PMP is a consequence of your competence on managing projects and not because you did a 35-hour course that gives you all the tips for the exam that you pass and you don't know anything about the project. So this is my opinion on that. Okay, so let's start by saying the PMP exam is not an exam about the PMBOK guide. It's above and beyond. So let me explain to you. Maybe on the PMP exam, you will face some questions around the PMBOK guide as a process and a process approach that is more predictive than agile that helps you to manage projects. But the PMP will cover many other topics that are not on the PMBOK guide. So don't believe, okay, if I memorize every single word of the PMBOK guide, I will be successful on the PMP exam. I don't think so, okay? I don't think so. Maybe you will answer some questions, but there are many questions on the people side and this, that are not detailed and related on the PMBOK guide, okay? So pay attention on that. The second thing, today, today we have a new PMP exam, but we still use the PMBOK guide 6th edition. So today, if you want to understand the PMBOK guide, you should use the PMBOK 6th edition because there is no PMBOK 7th edition yet. When the new edition comes out, probably PMI will update the questions that are related to the PMBOK 6th edition to the new edition. This is an obvious thing they will do. But right now, so if you're doing the exam next week and there is no PMBOK 7th edition, what should you do? You should take a look on the PMBOK 6th edition. But you should not believe that by only memorizing everything on the PMBOK, you will pass on the PMP. This will not happen, okay? The new exam. The new exam is divided basically in three pieces, okay? Half of the exam, it's called process, this is exactly where a potential question around the PMBOK guide will appear. It's the process of managing projects. How do you manage risks? How do you manage budget? How do you manage the stakeholders? This is on the process. So the questions that will cover the PMBOK guide will be here. But what is important, it's a PMI is telling us that on the process side, half 
of the scope of the exam will be a predictive approach, mostly focused on the PMBOK guide, and 50% with agile approach, like Lean, like agile methods, like Kanban. So you need to study this agile approach also if you want to succeed on this process area that is half of your exam. The second part that is very heavy now, and I love it, it's on the people side, 42% of the exam. On the people side, we are talking about managing conflict, negotiations, all this set of soft skills that they are not clearly written on the PMBOK guide. Some of them, you may see something like in a footnote or in a small paragraph, but they will ask you far more questions about this than that is what it's inside the PM box. So make sure that you get the knowledge on this people side, conflict, negotiation, managing stakeholders, managing power. These will be required for you to be successful. And this is 42% of the exam. And last, but definitely not least, 8% of the exam is on the business environment. We are talking here about delivering value, outcomes far more than output. So you're building, a, for example, a new house. But what is the intent? What is the value proposition of building this house? So this will go above and beyond. So it will touch on program management, will touch on value streams. So it's very important. And all this concept of predictive and agile will cover people, process, and business. Okay? So pay attention on that. On a very practical terms, the exam that used to be 200 questions, it's now 180. This does not change too much because out of that old 200 questions, 20 of them were just to build future database. They are unscored questions. So right now, there is no unscored questions. That is 180, and all of them will be scored for you. The exam, it's almost four hours, three hours, 50 minutes, or 230 minutes. And if you do this in a proctored environment, you will have two breaks of 10 minutes. I don't know how they work. Just to be clear here, I did my exam in 1999. So I don't know how this will work, but there is a process for you to have these breaks during the exam. The exam, and this is a very important, in the past, the exam was always a multiple choice, A, B, C, and D. And one of them is the right one. Right now, these questions will still exist, but now you have questions with multiple responses. It means A and C, A and B, B and D. There will be also questions where you need to fill the blanks. So there is a space and you need to put the right word there. And there will be questions connecting, for example, one item on column A with one item of column B. For me, this is amazing if you want to make sure that people use their knowledge and not their creativity to answer the question. It means that if you have no clue about the question in the past and you just put B, your chances of being right is 25 But on filling blanks, it's far harder for you to use your creativity to fill that. So this is a good point for me in terms of exam. Look, if you want to take a look more deep on what I just said, access pmi.org slash pmbok dash guide dash standards slash about slash current. 
And this is the website where you will see this connection on the PMBOK guide and the PMP exam. So, folks, I hope this could clarify some of the questions. So far now, if you need to study any PMBOK for the PMP exam, you should study the PMBOK 6th edition until the new one is released. And remember, the PMBOK is not the PMP exam, okay? So take care for those trying the exam. Good luck. All the best for you and see you next week with another 5 Minutes Podcast.